Welcome to the second and final part of the Red Hand of Doom. If you haven't watched the first one, or the speedrun version of it, you should. With no further ado, let's dive into. We have already reached the point in the adventure that, depending on how well the players have acted during the first three parts, they will find themselves heading to Brindle for their last stand. If the players delayed the horde enough, the city of Brindle will be evacuated from all the non-combatants and only the Lion Guard along with the leaders will be present and of course they're going to recognize instantly the now famous players who are for sure a beacon of hope, bearing in mind hopefully everything they have done until now. The players will see now again Town Speaker Whiston along with Captain Serana from Drelin's Ferry, who are now the advisors of the current Lord of Brindle, Curden Jarmath. The city has an interesting backstory with its lords that you can easily play around and use for your game. The plot hook is that Lord Jarmath is detesting the merchant house Kaal and is going to have to ask for their help pretty much taking over their bodyguards as the soldiers of the city, something that allows Lady Kal to be validated and of course allowing her to enter the council as well. Some RP can be played here, especially if the players have a long-term goal in the area. A power play between Lady Kal and Lord Jarmath is something that I spent at least a session to build up for the following sessions to come. And that is some great knowledge that this adventure distilled in me little hooks that might seem unimportant as we've seen in the Paladin and Hero before are playing a huge role in the future storylines that at least I never expected them to play. This little political play is perfect for 12 to 15 level characters that I played through these adventures. They will find themselves becoming lords of the city and new horizons rise up ahead with this urban and heavily political game. But I digress. Entering Brindle City, the group will find a detailed analysis of all the important places, along with a beautiful map supporting them. Just having the players interact with those amazing detailed locations will ensure that they are going to be invested in the following war. When the players are done with their roaming in the city, Lord Jarmath will ask to meet them in an audience with the rest of the lords that it will take place in four phases. The first phase will be the introduction. The five lords will be introduced and they will try to get as much information from the players as they can. First lord will be Lord Jarmath, who is the current ruler and the players have already met with them. Lady Veresa Kahl, the leader of the wealthy merchant family. Captain Lars Ulverth, the leader of the Lion Guard. Tridora Goldenbrow, a high priestess of Pelor. Immerstal the Red, Brindle's most prominent wizard, and if the PCs have got the Tiri Elves on board, Celeria Starsinger will be here as well. They will in turn give any reports they have. This is the time the players will find out about all the important things that took place in Eldesir Vale and they missed it or just ignored them. It is logical enough to assume that the city has good amount of agents and spies that they can feed all the missing information of the lore that the first three acts had. The second phase will be Lord Jarmath presenting his two battle plans. He wants them to be voted and for the plans to pass he needs three votes. The first plan is to meet the horde outside of the city walls in the plains to protect the city itself. The second is to use the city walls and the buildings to their advantage, even if it means destruction of parts of the city. The players can actively sway the voting with their skill challenges. 
their opinions will be heard and taken under consideration. Good RP here can have decisive outcome and of course political relations can't and should be brokered for the long run game. The third phase will be the defense of the city. The lords are reluctant to talk about the fall of the city. Something the players can spot and initiate as a conversation point. If not, Celeria will do for sure. There is no correct solution here. Players can be as creative as they want. They can organize the army by area, setting up the different layers of battalions, traps, everything in between. If you happen to have a Warhammer table to set the scene with the city and the invading army, oh boy, the fun I had with that. So that will bring us to the fourth and the final phase, which is the battlefield itself. The Lords will spread some scrolls of telepathetic clings to the players and they believe that they should be on the most vital and important locations the time that the attacks would take place. Lord Germath will act as a guide and he will constantly speak with them for any help he might need. And with that quite large introductions, here we are entering into the fourth part of the Red Hand of Doom the Battle of Brindwall. After all those RP intensive sessions for the group, the players will receive the attack of the Horde during the night. The attack will take place into five stages. The first stage, Wyrmlord Karn will advance the Horde with hill giants as catapults. The second stage will be the large group taking advantage of the openings in the wall that the rocks have created and entering the city, along with the red dragon Abrithriax, who is wrecking havoc. The third stage will be a full-scale invasion, that it will start mostly aiming at the cathedral and the keep of the city. The fourth stage will begin when the horde arrives at the marketplace and regroups to attack again the keep. At the same time, there is a black spawn rider named Skarath who is sniping important defenders and kills them or injures them gravely. On the final stage, Wyrmlord Karn leads the assaults to the cathedral of Pelor. He is raising the structures and he is breaking the spirit of the defenders. By the end of stage 5, the result will be visible to the party. Have they managed to stop the horde or not? This will be determined on the following encounters that the players can play an active role deciding the result of the advance. Saving the walls. Their mission will be to kill the second hill giant that is bombarding the wall. Enemies are gonna be four hill giants. If they're successful, Lord Jarmath will let them know the other group failed and the western part of the walls is breached, so the dragon start his attacks. Abithriax Rampage. Mission? Just slay the dragon. Enemies, one red dragon. Difficult fight, given the flyby attacks the red dragon does, he eventually is going to land and he is not planning to retreat as he wants to kill the humans that dare defy him. If the player kills the dragon, they have a second quest in that area, dealing with the fires that he initiated. The soldiers, along with the players, will try to extinguish as many fires as possible or the city will be in flames in no time. Another mission for the players will be Streets of Blood. Support the group of soldiers that are stationed in Donway, west of the marketplace. There are countless waves of hobgoblins that they are attacking them and soon they will fall. Enemies in waves attacking the barricade, are hobgoblins, manticores, berserkers, goblin wargs, thunder lizards, greenspawn raisinfields, uh, cool corzul, mindbenders, and if the player have not managed to take the leech with them, then we're gonna have a whole wave of undead creatures attacking them. Holding this location against the coming waves will ensure that the players can push back the attackers. 
Another really important encounter will be the sniper attack. The mission is to join Lord Jarmath, whose communication has stopped abruptly. And of course, the Lord has fallen to the arrows of the Sniper. The enemy is the Blackspawn Rider and a couple of Hobgoblins protecting him. They are hiding inside a coffin maker shop and the players will have to find a way to get them without being shot. Finally, we're getting to the last battle, the final fight. General Karn leads a group of monsters and Hobgoblins to strike the Cathedral and the Keep. The mission, simple. Kill the general and its missions. The enemy is the Wyrmlord Karn with two hill giants, four augurs, and any other Wyrmlord that is alive. An epic battle takes place here, and the players see the broken and killed soldiers by monstrous attacks. Those scenes are the ones that make this scenario so awesome for your players. They are seeing chaos, death, and destruction moments before they arrive building up tension of the following difficult battle when whole battalions are being wiped and the five or six brave adventurers run towards to deal with the monsters are the moments that all adventurers expect from a large-scale combat like that. Depending on the points the group has gathered from all the previous encounters, the results of the war is being set. If they're victorious, the horde will not recover. They will flee Brindle and they will break up into warbands. The remaining forces are nothing that the Lion Guard cannot deal with. Celebration will take place in the city and the players will be the heroes of the day. But the festivities will be cut short since they are needed elsewhere. If they are defeated, they abandon the city. A small brave group of soldiers are volunteering to stay back and give the people a chance to flee and they will head to the city of Denevor. From there, they're gonna have another chance to investigate the real threat behind the attacking horde. Either way, the players will be propelled to the fifth and final part of this adventure, the Fane of Tiamat. Lord Jarmath, if he is alive, will ask the players to travel to Wyrmsmoke Mountains to confront the leader of the horde, High Wyrmlord Azar Kool. His scouts and his intel from hostages led him to believe that this attack was just a scout advancing. A great horde will be even greater filled with devil fiends and Tiamat spawns that will attack the lands. He gives them two scrolls of teleportation and to the mountain we go. Either by Drelling's Ferry or from Wrath's Keep, the players will find their way to the Fane. Azakul is busy in Fane's inner sanctum. He is trying to establish a permanent portal between the material plane and Tiamat's court. To do so, he has reinforced his guards to ensure that nobody is going to distract him from his ritual. So we will find a blue dragon and a deadly trap, two blue abyss eyes and two wyvern zombies, six black spawn raiders, one bone devil, seven hobgoblins, a night hag and two bearded devils, five wyverns, three greenspawn reson fiends, seven hobgoblins with four wraiths, two erineas, a barbed devil, and of course, Azakul with four blue abyss eyes and one half-dragon hobgoblin. When the players kill Azar, he cries and he is heard by his goddess, Tiamat. An aspect of her will appear to revenge her fallen champion. This is a terrifying fight. 
but will be really gratifying if the group manages to win. A five-headed dragon with five breath weapons will appear. A really important lesson taken from this adventure is the players can leave when they see they cannot win. This is not an unbeatable fight. We're talking third edition, so the players have created good characters. Along with the magical items they have collected, they have a decent chance to win. But the most probable outcome might be death. Of course, players can leave. The aspect is not here to lead the horde, it's a pure raids-filled creature that is hell-bent on vengeance. If the players run, she will follow and eventually give up. Stories will be heard for years to come of the five-headed dragon that chased the powerful players and stopped the horde plague spreading to the Elysir Vale. And this is the end of the second and final part of the Red Hand of Doom. No matter what you're going to do, there are countless awesome endings to this one. I bet that the lore master of your game will already start to write their stories. Thank you for being here once more. I really appreciate it. Your kind comments, your subs and your likes. It motivates me to delve even deeper to these amazing stories that this game have helped me create the last 20 years or so. I'm already thinking about the next story to unveil to you, so stick around. This was the RPG Loremaster, and welcome to my table.